What's up? It's Rich Tavishan here, host of The Rich Life. Guys, I haven't posted in a while, but I felt compelled today to give you a quick chat about 2022. December 31st, 2021. It has been an incredible year. It has been an incredible two years, actually, even thinking back to 2020. And I wanted to share some of the reflections that I had. And thinking back and look and listening to my previous podcast from last year at on December 31st, 2020, it made me realize that I've grown so much in the past year. And that's one of my themes in life is progress and growth. If you're not growing, you're dying. And um, it's okay. It's okay to be stagnant once in a while, but you have to re- recognize and you have to realize that if you're not making progress, then what are you doing? Right? So there are some philosophies that I wanted to share. And, and before I get into that, I do want to say one thing about New Year's resolutions again. And as a reminder to myself again, and a, re- a reminder for all of you listening. And by the way, I am so grateful for all of you listeners. And it's been amazing the messages that I've been getting um, throughout the year and the encouragement that I've been getting from all of you and the, the people's lives that I've made an impact on. So thank you so much for listening uh, to this podcast, especially the folks that are investors, the folks that are focusing on their health, the folks that are um, also real estate people, just amazing connections that I've made this year. So the first philosophy that I wanted to share with you guys that really helped me move the needle, number one, is health, health first. If you don't have your health first, then you don't have anything else. And you have to be somewhat selfish in life um, because let's say you have a family and kids and you don't have your health. Well, how are you going to spend time with them? How are you going to enjoy spending time with them if you don't have your health? If you're not able to run around with kids or if you're not able to be active with them or go for a walk or enjoy nature with them together. That's really, I mean, I'm realizing this and reflecting on this this year that if you have, and, and you know, it could be other family members as well, but if you don't have your health first, then you can't enjoy the, what life has to offer. So although it's, you know, it's obviously one of my core values and it can be your, it should be yours too. And I'm not trying to project my values on yours, but my opinion is this you have to make the time for your health and prioritize that over any everything else because it's easy to get in the grind of work, in the grind of life that things pop up, in the grind of potentially negativity and life events that happen to us that are going to happen to everybody, but it's how you deal with those life events is what's critical. And if you don't have your health, it's easy for your um, for you to not um, enjoy life as much as easy for you to suffer. So we, we don't want to suffer in life. We want to enjoy it. So, um, the health is so important that I lost quite a bit of weight this year, um, through training, through nutrition, through, through all those things that I talk about, you know, throughout the year that has improved my, not only my health, but my energy levels, my optimism, my, my outlook on life my outlook on other people, my outlook on helping other people, making a positive impact on humanity, making, you know, enjoying life, enjoying, you know, what life has to offer and just being a better human being at the end of the day. That's what it's all about for me. So if you're suffering with your health, um, then you need to focus on that first. And New Year's resolutions, unfortunately, are bullshit. 
and I've talked about this year over year, but if you if you're focusing on your health on December 31st of the year, then you're it's sort of too late. But if you haven't focused on it throughout the year, this is the time now to focus on it because you need to in order for you to live an energetic and happy life. So um, you need to um, figure out a way for you to focus on your health. You need to figure out what works for you, whether it's having a coach, a personal trainer. Most people cannot do it themselves. They need to be held accountable by somebody else. So whether that's your spouse, your friends, your, and you need to pick one person to hold you accountable to this thing. Because if you, if you don't, it's hard for you to hold yourself accountable unless you're really disciplined and good at, good at that. Um, it's really challenging to do that. So find somebody in your group, in your sphere of influence and in your, you know, whatever it could be a neighbor, it could be a friend, it could be a um, family member, it could be a coworker, whoever it is, pick that person and find that person that will hold you accountable to your health goals. And if you don't have health goals and you need to work on your health goals and write those down as well, remind yourself every single day and every single week at a minimum, at a minimum every week that you do have goals and you have them written down as well. So the other philosophy I wanted to share with you guys is your tribe or your mastermind. And I've been listening to a lot of Napoleon Hill throughout the year. I've been listening to a lot of like thinking we're rich and uh, the science of success, Wallace D. Waddles. There's a lot of philosophies out there that all gear towards around having a mastermind. And some people don't even know what that means. So when I, for example, if I mention that to people that don't understand it, they're, they just, they don't get it. So I have to explain to them. And really it's just the people you surround yourself with that holds you accountable to certain things and goals. You have to have some type of support group, whether that's, um, you know, a group that you pay for a group that you're just part of a community Right. It's similar to what I was mentioning before with accountability, where if you have somebody holding you accountable to do something and they do and they hold you accountable to do that, you're more likely to accomplish it than not versus holding yourself accountable. By the way, too, this was the largest impact in my life this year by joining a community of like minded people that are helping each other achieve goals and helping each other achieve big things. And if you find the right group, and it doesn't have to be, you know, a million people, it can just be like two or three or four people in your group that you, you um, build a friendship and build a bond together, but you're all moving towards something greater and you're all moving towards something big. And by the way, future thinking is amazing. Thinking in the future is amazing, but don't forget about the present and don't forget about what you've accomplished in the past as well. It's important to congratulate yourself on what you've done and what, how far you've come and the progress that you've made. And you need to measure yourself against your previous self and how far you've come as well. So take the time today also to write down what you've accomplished this past year or even the past several years to acknowledge and congrat and celebrate the things that you've done as well. That's a really critical exercise. So your tribe or your mastermind is critical. You need to surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you that are optimistic and that will hold you accountable to the goals that you set for yourself. The other big shift for me this year, philosophy wise was who, not how, right? So I have for a long time, I have thought about doing everything myself, sort of a lone wolf, right? And this year I made the, I made the big aha moment. I had the big aha moment that 
I can't do it all myself. I need to hire people. I need to find people that will help me, whether it's through coaches, contractors, employees, you know, people that will help me again, mastermind group, people that will support me in my goals. And also I can, you know, contribute back to as well. And I contribute to um, their goals as well. It's a win-win situation. So by creating or by having that philosophy of who, not how, um, and realizing that the how is important too, to understand, but if the how is something that you can hire somebody else to do that will free up time for other things that are more productive for you, then that's critical as well. Um, an example of that is hiring somebody to, to clean your house or hiring somebody to um, do the work that you are not great at and having the self-awareness that you're not great at an activity because, and you don't enjoy it <laughs> so that you can hire somebody else to do that for you. Like, you know, for example, cutting lawn or something like that maybe uh, hiring a personal chef, or maybe if you're not at that point yet, it's just as simple as, um, you know, paying somebody to do a chore for you, like $10 or $20 to do a chore for you. But as soon as you realize that the um, impact of hiring somebody else to do the work for you, so you can free up time to do things that you enjoy, that's what life is all about, is, is finding what you enjoy and then um, doing it and then hiring everything else. So it can, like I said, it can be through coaches, it can be through contractors, it can be even mentors as well, but finding the systems and the people and training those people, you got to train them, train those people to do the work that you are not great at, but you want to, um, you want to have somebody else do at a reasonable price, of course, um, so that you're not, you know, not profitable in your business. That's really critical. So who, not how. The other big thing that I had an issue with this year, and it was, this is a philosophy too, but it's around identity. I sort of had an identity, I'll call it quote unquote crisis. It wasn't really a crisis, but it was more of an identity shift that I had. I had been working uh, in technology and IT for the last 10 years of my life. And it was a challenge for me because when I left my job this year, by the way, because I achieved financial independence, when I left my job this year, it was really hard on me the first few months. It was very difficult for my identity to shift. And because I, I had always been the tech guy, I've always been the IT guy. And I am still somewhat an IT, you know, I, obviously I'm a, still a technologist by heart. I love technology. But my identity was wrapped around my job. My identity was wrapped around what I do. And that was a big shift for me when I reached financial independence. I had to figure out who I really am. And I had to dig deeper into my psyche and my identity and who, you know, my core values and all that stuff. So my message and philosophy is that you're not, you are not your job. You are not your job. So what do people do when they first introduce themselves? Hey, I'm a doctor. Hey, I'm a lawyer. Hey, I'm a CEO. Hey, I'm a business owner. Hey, I'm an investor. Hey, I am, you know, I work here. I work there. You are not your job. You are a human being that has values, that has a vision, that has goals, hopefully, that, um, you know, your job is secondary, right? You, you, your primary thing could be, for example, a husband, a, a father, a good human being, right? So what I try to do when I introduce myself is somebody said, Oh, what do you do? I say, Oh, I'm just, I'm just enjoying my life <laughs> as much as I can. Or I may, you know, I may say eventually that I'm an, I'm an investor or a realtor or a real estate investor, or I just try to try to disassociate my identity from what I do and more of who I am, which to me, you know, being a good human being is who I am, um, or trying to be a good human being every day is who I am. 
So identity is really huge. Um, and it's important for you to know that your work, although you're working most of the time in your nine to five, um, and some people work nine to five the rest of their lives and that's fine. If that's what you want, by all means, please, you know, do that. But for me, I found out this year that, and it was several years of me struggling with, um, working for somebody else for so long that I made the decision this year, which was one of the best decisions of my life to, 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 um, to not work for somebody else for the rest of my life. Now, luckily I found work that I find joy in and I'm able to hire out the work that I don't enjoy, but that still supports the businesses that I have. And it's been critical for me because I had to change my identity. I had to shift my identity to something that I wanted and I'm able to now design my life. I'm able to do the things that I want to do. I'm able to enjoy my core values and enjoy the things that I want to do and accomplish the goals that I want to pursue. So it's been really huge for me this year in terms of identity for, from a philosophy perspective. The other thing is clarity. So the, the other shift that I want to talk about is clarity, clarity around three different areas. Number one, your vision, you have to have a clear vision of where you want to go. And if you don't have a clear vision, you need to figure that out somehow. Spend some time in nature, spend some time with yourself. Use your mind to think. Our muscles in our mind, our mind is so powerful. It's insane how much our mind is so powerful. Your mindset determines everything that you do. In other words, if you, you know, sort of wake up on the wrong side of the bed, for example, the rest of your day is going to suck because you have that mentality that you, everything is shitty, right? So, but if you wake up on the quote unquote right side of the bed, meaning you wake up refreshed, you wake up, you know, having great night's sleep, you know what you're moving towards, you know what, you know, the goals that you have, you're very clear on those things, then you can move towards it. And by the way, these things are going to shift over time, your core values, your vision, your habits and goals are going to shift over time. But, but if you have clarity today and you revisit that on a regular basis for you, it might be weekly, monthly, quarterly. For me, it's daily. I look at all my, I listen to my vision. I review my vision, my habits, my goals, my core values every single day, because I know that if I do that, then I'll move towards it throughout the day and I'll make better decisions throughout the day. Focus is another philosophy that, um, you know, having the right focus as well. I was doing too much. I was doing too much. <laughs> okay. And I realized that this year I reduced that by one quitting my nine to five job with, um, by the way, don't just quit your job, have a plan to quit your job. And maybe it's a six month, a nine month or a year plus plan because it takes a lot of effort and time and mental energy to do that. It's not just like I quit my job willy nilly. I prepared myself over the years to do that because that was one of my goals is to achieve financial independence and financial freedom through, um, through business and through real estate. So I've been able to save enough money, have enough cash flow for my businesses. And that, you know, knowing your financial independence number is also critical as well. How much are your expenses every single month? If you want me to do, an, and you know, if you want, just reach out to me and I can talk to you more about financial independence and how to reach that through real estate. Uh, please reach out to me if you, if you have any questions. But the, the point here, guys, is shiny object syndrome is a real thing. It's easy for us to get distracted with our phones, with our computers, with phone calls, messages, all this crap that um, is not good for us. 
So the more focus you have, the better. So I had to reduce, I had to really reduce things in my life, whether it was people, it was um, processes, it was systems, it was um, the things that I was doing that was not serving me. I had to get rid of that in my life this year. And the only way I was able to do that is by focusing. I had to physically write down the things that I was doing and ask myself, are these things serving me or not? If they're not serving me, then I need to get rid of them in my life. If they are serving me, then continue to do them and grow and double down on it. And last but not least, philosophies around mindset. Everything happens from your mind. Literally everything happens from your mind. The things that we do and accomplish in our life are the direct result of what we have been thinking of. So it might be hard for you to it might be hard for you to be in this moment right now and say and look at your life and say and you have to have the self-awareness to realize that wherever you are now is the direct result of what you've been thinking about and what you've been doing. Take a moment to realize that. Where you are right now is the direct result of what you've been thinking about and what you've been doing. If you've been thinking about and, and the people in your life too, right? So you attract what you think about most. If you are around people that you're, that are making you miserable, that's your fault. <laughs> and it's true. Be self-aware of this and realize that the things in your life are the direct result of what you've been thinking about. And there's a, like a quote unquote manifesting thing and all that. And I somewhat believe in that. It's sort of like, you know, woo woo, right? But it's, it, it is true. The, the stuff that you put in your mind and the stuff that you process in your mind that um, becomes a reality to you over time. And it's not instant. It's not just like, I'm going to think about a Ferrari and then a Ferrari shows up. It's not like that, guys. It's about, you know, put, consistently putting those images in your head of the things that you want in your life and creating that vision and having that focus that will eventually come to life because your subconscious takes over and starts, you start doing things. It's so weird how it works, but you start doing things towards that vision because that's what you put in your mind. So if you put garbage like media and news and all that crap that every day they're talking about COVID, <laughs> then of course you're going to get COVID because you're, you're constantly around it and thinking about it and talking about it and listening to all the crap and the garbage that's out there. So don't, don't let yourself be distracted by other people's agendas. Be focused and have the right mindset for what your agenda is because only you can determine that. Only you can move towards the goals that you want to move towards. Don't be achieving other people's goals. Achieve your own goals. So with that, guys, I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm going to real quick summarize these reflections, philosophies. So number one, health first. Number two, my tribe and mastermind has changed my life. Number three, think who, not how. Number four, identity shift. It's important to have, you know, you're going to, you may have an identity shift when you leave something that you've been, you know, tied to for several years or maybe many years. In my case, it was a decade. Um, <coughs> you remember that you are not your job. Clarity is another philosophy. Make sure you have clear core values, a clear vision and clear habits and goals. Make sure you don't fall prey to shiny object syndrome. Have a focus. Be very clear and can be multiple focuses. It can be, it doesn't have to be just one, right? We always hear about the one thing, but you can have more than one. It can be two or three. Soon, for me, more than three is too much. So for me, it's, if it's more than three things, it could be three businesses, three focuses, whatever, it's too much. My brain can't handle it and I, it's hard to keep track. And at one point I had probably five or six things, probably more than that 
you know, different businesses that I had started. Um, but it was just too much. I had to, I had to pare it down. And then lastly, last philosophy is mindset. Every, it all, it, it all starts with mindset. You have to have the right philosophies like Jim Rohn talks about. I'm big on Jim Rohn. The philosophies in your life determine the philosophies that you believe determine your actions and, and your actions determine your life and destiny. So be, be very smart about what you put into your mind and who you listen to. Um, and here's another thing that I just thought of. Don't listen to anybody that you would not trade places with. Okay. So for example, would you take advice from a homeless person? Would you trade places for, with a homeless person? Would you take any advice from that person? I wouldn't. Would you take any advice from somebody that is not financially independent? <laughs> right. Would you trade places with somebody that is, um, has poor health? right? The saying is like, never trust a fat doctor. <laughs> so I believe in that because it's like, clearly you don't know much about health if you're overweight. And, you know, that could be a different issue, you know, a different issue, like a, a medical um, issue that they're having or whatever, some effect that they're having from a prescription drug or whatever. But the point is that don't take advice from somebody you wouldn't trade places with. Okay. All right, guys. So I hope you all have an amazing 2022. I hope you have an uh, amazing future, and I hope that you found some value from this discussion. Please reach out to me on Instagram at Yo Richie Rich, Y O R I C H I E R I C H, or at Rich Sells C H S. That's my both my Instagram handles, um, and uh, my YouTube channel as well. You can find me on YouTube. Just type in my name, Rich Tavishan, and I'll be on there. T A V E T I A N. Take care, guys. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Rich Life. Please remember to subscribe, share with a friend, leave a review, and reach out to me on Instagram at Yo Richie Rich or at Rich Sells CHS.